0: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Who's under there? I
1: wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and this. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Wrap up Podcast. We're here today to talk all about Season 6, Episode 3 of the mass Singer Group B Premiere. It's a black tie affair, according to Nick Cannon, so we're just going to go with that. We are royalty, and we are excited to be here. I'm your host, Puya the Mannequin, and Bikili. And, of course, as always, I'm not here alone. I'm here with my partner and everything. It's Liana, the cream cheese forest. Liana, how are you doing today?
3: Was I supposed to dress up? I, mean, I didn't.
2: There's still a chance. You still have the opportunity to potentially dress up.
3: I'm wearing that like red plaid, like Canadian t-shirt, black tie kind of thing. Like not a not a Canadian tux. Like I have jeans on, but I don't have a jean jacket. But I do have mm-hmm. that kind of red. You know what I'm talking about? That like red plaid shirt.
1: Yes, I do.
3: Canada.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or I don't I know mean, if
3: it's actually plaid.
2: I'm dressed. Whether it's in an upwards direction <laughs> is up for debate. I'm wearing uh, oh comfy my. pants and a worn-out RHAP shirt. So <laughs>
3: Did I tell you, I had to. So I had to go to lab today. You know, obviously, as I left the home, but the listeners at home, that <laughs> look, I'm in the middle. I've been working from home a lot, which is nice. I had to actually go into lab today, and I told one of my coworkers, I was like, "Oh my god, I had to put on real pants. It was literally the worst. <laughs> it was horrible." Uh, anyway, yeah, I anyway, often so wear. Point of some- yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not dressed up in that way, but I am dressed more so than normal.
2: That's good. I'm proud of you. Thank now, I'm you. wearing what I usually wear, so I'm living. Yeah, that's you know, good. No. Life's good. No.
3: Well, right. it's cold, so you're wearing a a beanie. A
2: toque, I am. I, I I I brought out the toque today for the first time this year. Yeah, it's um the toque is on. I did have to take it off because my head was getting too hot in my room. <laughs> so. It's sitting you, next to me, but that's fine.
3: Okay. No, All right. Thank you. Cool. All, All right. right. Good start. Good start.
2: <laughs> Good start. Where, are you like Robin Thicke, just clapping after yourself? Like, yeah, <laughs> go me. I did it.
3: <laughs> what did he say in this episode? Oh, that it was at the elimination. We'll talk about it later. He had one of my favorite phrases I think I've heard in a long time.
2: So oh, I can't that. wait to find out. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, this was, you know, I like I said, branded as a black tie affair edition of The mass Singer. And Nick was pumping it up, pumping it up, pumping it up. We're going to see five new performers, blah, blah, blah. Then Nick comes out with a big ass cape. Like this was the biggest cape of all time.
3: I loved it. I thought it was so great. I love stuff like that. It was extra long. He needed one of the men in black to help, you know, fawn it out, make sure it doesn't get caught on anything. And even though Ken hates it, I very much loved it. The brooch also was really cute. I thought his brooch looked gorgeous. I wanted that. I, I, did you? Did I tell you about my idea when I become an old lady? I'm going to wear pantsuits and I'm going to have brooches. And that's going to be my thing. I'm going to have like a bunch of brooches.
1: Uh. Oh, my God. And why and you, am I this, waiting? I should start now.
2: Get the collection while uh you can. I don't know. You can collect that any time. Do My think, question. Do
3: you think kids will respect me if I wear brooches? They'll be like, "Yeah, she knows what she's talking about. She's a brooch lady."
2: Who are these kids that you're trying to demand respect from?
3: <laughs> you know, the kids. <laughs> the TikTok kids.
2: <laughs> are you going to be showing these brooches off on the internet?
3: I mean, maybe. We'll see.
2: We'll see. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, so did you, the logo, I don't know what to call it, the emblem uh, that the brooch is on Nick Cannon's chest. Do you know what that is or does that signify anything?
3: Oh, I thought it was just like a, like a leafy, shiny, leafy thing.
2: Yeah. I don't know. If anyone knows what that, what that means or if it does mean a thing, let us know. How do you feel about the, cause like obviously he comes out with the cape. But then the entire background and the floor is like a very colorful, um, monster-like substance. Like it's like the monster's fur, but it's in all different mm. colors. How does how do you feel about that? Like color scheme for this season?
3: I mean, they went on it all in on it. Like it was covering the back walls. It was covering the ground. Um, I I, I think it's cute. I think it looks soft.
2: It does look soft. It, it does look like a furry wall and I'm all about that. So I am definitely a little bit jealous of the mass singer, but also Ken, uh, Ken, uh, Nick makes that entrance. Everything's looking good. We're excited to dive in. Now, before we do Liana, just a quick, like one tweets worth explanation. How do you feel about group B overall?
3: Ooh, okay. Wait, can this not be included as part of my tweet? Cause I only have 280 characters, right?
2: You are down to twenty characters. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yes, it's fine. It's fine. 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 You're good. You're good. good.
3: (laughs) Okay. Sorry. I need to be really. I'm gonna hold on. Let me pull up Twitter. I'm gonna write down the tweet just to make sure I have enough space. You're like per happy. All right. Here goes. Here. Okay. Here goes. Here goes my tweet. Okay. All right. Okay. So overall, I feel really strongly
1: about Group B. However, I do think that it's weird that
3: they only lost one person, whereas group A lost two people just based on one performance. So I don't know how that's going. Sorry, I made a spelling mistake. Going to impact my view of them long term, but it's something to think about. I was seven. I was seven characters over.
1: Oh,
2: delete the tweet. Um, Yeah, so it is fascinating that because there was no rhyme or reason besides the fact that, hey, group A is the starting uh, group and they're going to premiere, so we're going to have it be the double unmasking. But I will say, I think overall this group is stronger. Mm-hmm. Having not seen the, um, the wild cards yet, I feel like this group is stronger. So if we had lost two here, I might have been able to predict which two. But I feel like overall, this group was better and more well-rounded than the other mm. group.
3: I wonder if that's why. Are we going to get two wild Yeah, we're definitely going to get two wild cards into this group as well, right?
2: I mean, I don't... B- based I think on the one. number of
3: contestants?
2: I think no, they're no. going to...
3: One next week, but then... Yes, and then
2: one after that again. Yes.
3: Uh, oh my God! Do we have the episode? Math Singer season six? Do we have? Liana, the- I'm I'm telling yeah. you,
2: it's one next week, so we'll go yeah. back up to six.
3: Yeah, but uh, then sorry, we go five,
2: and okay, then so one we- again later.
3: Okay. Well, yeah, no, I, okay. I hear that and I totally believe you and we're on the same page. The only reason I'm asking is because are we going to get three episodes of group B or are we going to get two, uh, two episodes of group B, then oh. go back to group A, which has already lost three people. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying?
2: I think, no, I'm saying? I mean, here's the thing. We're like trying Whenever, to get logic in a show that doesn't have logic <laughs> in the formatting. So we'll be yeah. okay. <laughs> Everything yeah. will who be cares? fine. Um, okay. <laughs> fine. So actually, um, next week, the group A members return and a new wild card enters the game.
3: <gasps> oh, you know what they could do for group B? Maybe that's one of the groups that has the button. You know, the button where you hit the button and then that eliminates somebody or it doesn't yes. eliminate somebody. But if the guess is correct, maybe that's what it's going to be. Or we definitely saw two people. I think we saw Jenny and Ken both hitting the button. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? It's a mess singer. It's going to happen. As so it
2: the next two weeks. Episode four is titled House Party. Group A returns and a new wild card enters the game. Oh. Then the week after that, date night, the characters from group B return for their second performances and a new wild card enters
1: the game.
3: Okay. Interesting. So we're going to spend a total of four hours on group A with only one hour on group B.
1: That's right. No, I
2: mean, not four hours, three hours.
1: That's correct. Because
2: the fr- premiere episode was only one hour. Oh yeah. I forgot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's just dive in here. Not as good a time as any. Let's just jump into the first performance of the night. We're meeting groupie for the first time. Here comes the queen of hearts. Liana, what do you think of this costume now that we've seen it up close and personal?
3: Uh, I mean, obviously, I still have my concerns about her ability to move around being so top heavy with like that big giant thing, especially seeing her very slender little legs. I was like, oh, my God, how is she even carrying that around? It must be made out of something that's super light for her because she Ooh. moved way more than I thought she could. I was terrified she was going to tip over the whole time.
2: They talked about Queen of Hearts's legs a lot
3: with the panel. But I So, okay. I'm not going to lie. When she walked out, that was the first thing I noticed was her legs. And then what? when Jenny and yeah, I don't know. I just did. That's what stood out to There's me. There's one was-
2: eye on this face. There's an <laughs> eye missing. And you noticed the legs I, first?
3: Um, I mean, I don't know. Call me a creepo. But that was all I could stare at because I was like confused about how tiny her legs were and how g- <laughs> giant the rest of the costume was. <laughs> So it was more like a proportions kind of thing. Like she's got this she's like teeny tiny little stick legs and the rest of this like giant body. Also, there's something weird about the proportions. Her torso must be two inches long because I don't know how she fits in the top half of that costume. Ugh.
2: Yeah, it is. It is a phenomenal costume. There's a lot going on with it. It's not just the heart. There's a crown. There's a but the crown is only on the left like heart hump. And then there's an eye on the right. <laughs> Hump, but then there's spikes the on it. Is that the technical
3: term? Is that the technical term? Know. Heart hump.
2: You're the scientist. What is the technical term?
3: But yeah, but, uh, but hearts don't look like that.
2: Yeah, but these, uh, like, drawn hearts do. Maybe actual hearts don't.
3: Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I would say they have chambers.
1: No, I chambers like humps of better. the heart. Okay. Um, we're yeah, we're gonna go with.
3: My lovely heart humps.
1: My humps. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: Okay. So the clue package that we are presented with did give us a little bit. So first thing we learned, there's a strong southern accent on the Queen of Heart. Uh, the, que- there is a clock with the time of 10 o'clock on it. There's a tin man person. The, the Queen of Heart drinks some kind of elixir by the looks of it. They talked about how they spent their entire life learning how to champion their own heart. And then Mm -hmm. there was a horse. There was a chess set where, like, there was a knight piece that was dropped. There was a ghost that vanished. And their BFF is Hillary Swank. (laughs) And then the queen chess piece was raised back up. So the queen was back up again. And then that's where we started.
3: So to me, the two references, so the, there was the Wizard of Oz reference, and then the drinking the vial was from Alice in Wonderland. And then she go like, that, that was what oh. that whole thing was for. It was all Alice in Wonderland. So I don't know exactly what that means, um, but I, that's the only thing that I'd add there. I will say the picture of Hillary Swank, I couldn't remember her name, the actress's name, and mm-hmm. I had to Google it, but the only thing I could remember was that movie where she's the boxer, and so yeah. I have a very awkward search history uh, <laughs> to identify her um, name. million
1: dollar that. baby.
3: yes, <laughs> but I couldn't remember the name of the movie. I could, <laughs> I could only remember like a very specific thing from that movie, and that <laughs> anyway, so yes, Hillary Swank's best friend, which I have no idea who Hillary Swank's best friend is, but also we know that that doesn't necessarily mean Hillary Swank right? It could be like
2: a Hillary or a yeah, swank. Or
3: or sw- swanks, swank swanky. Like, ooh, she's super swanky. Also, maybe BFF stands for something else. Like, we think it's best friends forever, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's like born...
2: Both found fame at the same time. BFF, yeah, exactly. There
3: you go. Okay, that's better than one I was going to come up with. So, yeah, I like that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so it's very interesting because I feel like it gave us a lot, but also not enough in that there were a lot of clues, but very vague, nothing connecting with each other that I saw. Mm. Um, I imagine also the I, the 10 o'clock, th- that matters. So mm. that's going to be something we need to look at is either the number 10 or the time 10 o'clock, whether p.m. or a.m., that's gotta have some significance, or at least I think so, because the, the clock arms were on 10, but then also the clock had the number 50, obviously where the 10 was, and then the number 60 where the, where the midnight, the, where the zero was. So maybe those two numbers, 50 and 60 are what we need to be looking at. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a guess that I've put into my sheet as my, um, uh, you know, the sight on scene guess, but I don't think it's a good, great one. Mm-hmm. But I'm intrigued.
3: Mm-hmm. So I actually think that these clues could, I think they're vague enough, but I think there's enough detail here that if you know the person, you can go back and match the clues. Unfortunately for me, I'm not at the the state where I feel like I can do that. Like, I don't have a good guess that I could go back and be like, oh, yes, this lines up, this lines up, this lines up. Yeah. I think maybe once we get, because I, I do believe that Queen of Hearts will be around for a bit, for a bit. And once we get more information, I think this might be a good clue package to actually go back and cross-reference some of our guesses once we get a little bit more information.
2: So you're saying that Queen of Hearts is going to stay for a bit? Why don't you let yeah. the audience while you think that? Tell us about this performance.
3: Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. So she did Born This Way by Lady Gaga. I'm so I was upset after cuz okay. You got her in the draft. You had seen her performance and you were like, yeah, she's good. And then I watched the performance. I'm so mad at myself because I would have picked her probably first or second if I had had the option because I think she's absolutely outstanding because we know she has another performance. It might be the one in the week after this. We know she sticks around at least two weeks and both are really strong. So I think that she's going to be one of the top contenders out of the group here because... I agree with what Robin said where he he was like, "Oh, I think this is just the beginning of showing what you can do."
2: Yeah, I mean, I loved everything we got here. I think that Queen of Hearts, unless there is a very strong wild card to come in, is pretty much in the front running in the top 2 battling to get out of mm-hmm. this group. I thought this performance was very good. The motif was it was like all red, but it's kind of like a mansion, you know those dueling staircases that come down to the same middle Mm -hmm. one of those in the background it's all red it looks great the dancers have these really big capes on too again we're back to the capes once again but um they start the performance with three of the dancers like hammering the ground and then it kind of shatters the diamond that the floor is supposed to be i loved all the presentation and then the vocals were just on another level like i Mm -hmm. felt very 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 good the voice is amazing. Uh, she was able to hit multiple different notes, which was phenomenal. And at the end of the performance, there were sparks at the back that were let loose. It was great. This was a ten out of ten performance for me, and a great way to start the episode.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to see her uh, future performances. She's going to be around. Yeah, oh my god! Unless on- they do, unless they pull some freaking BS, and somebody knows who she is, and then she has to go, and that would be sad. <laughs>
1: You
2: you gotta pretend that Ah! that twist isn't happening because it's gonna sour you on everything as we go along here. (laughs) For sure. Oh my
3: god, I know, right?
2: (laughs) Oh, and she's also on my team, so we're happy about that. Ah! (laughs) All right. Then the judges talk the judges are, you know, giving their the giving the flowers to the performer as they do with every single performer. But then Nick says, y'all take too much to do guesses. We're going to put you on a shot clock. 15 seconds. Put the alarm clocks (sighs) on the table and go.
3: I hated this because obviously as people who are also trying to make guesses, this was very painful and it definitely had an effect on my guesses.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely felt very much like a panic of, oh my God, was it this name? Was it this name? Oh no, is it oh no, I don't think it's this name. Oh no, it is this name. Okay. It okay. was definitely a lot of that. So ultimately, you know, I gotta guess and I don't feel great about it, but fifteen seconds is not enough, in my opinion. No,
3: no it was it, yeah, it was very challenging. But I get also why they're doing it for the show. But uh, my heart goes out to the judges.
1: <laughs> Queen of Heart. Nice. Nailed it. Mm.
2: And then the judges had a couple wild guesses they put out there. First of all, again, they fixated on the legs. Um, Nick asks Queen of Hearts, hey, why Queen of Hearts? And Queen of Hearts says, well, the world is noisy. I'm here to be a big old megaphone of a heart. Something I didn't understand a word of this saying. If it's a saying, I've never heard it. Did you make anything of that line?
3: I think it was just like, let's just spread love because she's a heart and love. Was yeah, it was very generic. A, yeah, I get it. Love each Nicole, other.
2: <laughs> love. Yeah, what are you, Julie Chen? Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole guessed Britney Spears, Jenny guessed Fergie, and Ken guessed Renee Zellweger, which Leona, if this is Fergie, would you lose your mind that you didn't get to pick her?
3: I would lose my mind. I strongly, strongly, 100% believe that this is not Fergie, though. So I think I'm in the clear.
2: I think you're in the clear. I don't think it's any of the three guesses they put out here, but I'm intrigued because we're going to get another chance at seeing Queen of Hearts for sure, which is phenomenal. So we're in a good spot. We're in a good spot. Hmm. Good start here to the episode three.
3: Hmm. Good start. Good start.
4: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Now, I know you've been avoiding this next performer. You've been ducking. Well, let's just go talk about the Mallard anyway. So here comes the Mallard. All right. Mallard struts through. Looking all swagged up, looking all suave, got the co- got the great you know costume with the suit, fancy man mallard. But then dances a little bit like a like a dad, as Jenny put
1: it.
3: <laughs> yeah, dad vibes for sure. Uh, but then it was interesting because. So they, the clue package was also kind of old tiny themed, with the, mm-hmm. uh, when I was a kid, we walked uphill both ways. I had a nickel, you know, like that kind of thing. And uh, I think it was a quarter, but regardless, you get my point. But then when he started singing, I just, I didn't, I, it's it didn't necessarily sound, oh, this is clearly a young person child but it didn't feel as old as the movement so i i part of me felt like oh maybe this is trying to throw people off the scent or something like that
2: well it was a weird clue package so it definitely does feel like it was a throw-off um attempt because in the clue package mallard mentions that they have a best-selling book and a platinum album right Mm -hmm. one two hit right there Um, there was a cowboy boot in the, in the thing. Like you mentioned, it seemed old timey. The, Mallard talked about how they used to take quarter, quarters to be a human jukebox. And the way that worked is someone would put a quarter in their armpit and then they'd perform for them or something. It was weird. And then they talked about how their first job was selling worms. Um, Mm. now. What if a worm stands
3: for something else?
2: Like earworm. I think this Uh, could be like a, yeah, like this could be a DJ. That's not impossible. It could be some kind of DJ kind of person.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I tried to Google selling worms, and it all came up with like literally selling worms, like market your earthworms. I don't know. Maybe it's code. Maybe it's code for something else.
1: Code for what?
3: You know.
2: (laughs) No, you can't just (laughs) hypothesize something's a code without having some kind of guess for it.
1: No, you. uh, You know, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know anything. But, you know, like you code. Do. No wink. No, no, okay. no wink. No wink.
2: <laughs>
3: I no googled wink. on Urban Dictionary "worm" just to see if it was like code for anything. <laughs> the definition is a long, snaky boy. <laughs>
2: Yes, yeah, see, <laughs> I don't I think Urban Dictionary is not gonna help us here at all. Um yeah. they did focus in on the saxophone guy a couple times that was in this package. Remind me of Epic Sax guy from Eurovision back in the day. So that's a shout. I think that could even be a nod to like an internet person. So like someone who was in the internet space when Epic Sax Guy became a big meme. So we could see that potentially being a part of it. There was a zoom in on a deer at one point. And then this one. So the first two performers, their clue package had a BFF portrait. The rest mm-hmm.
1: didn't. The BFF in this portrait was Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. That I think I missed. Wow. Okay. Sorry.
3: Okay. I was trying to. I
1: didn't. <sighs> yeah, Who's
2: friends it's it's with Nick Chris Offerman. Pratt? Shut it down. It's-, it's Nick Offerman.
3: Yeah. Okay. You think it's someone who doesn't Chris Pratt go to that like weird church in LA or whatever that all the religious celebrities go to? So maybe it's someone who goes to that church. Yeah. I saw TikTok that was Chris Pratt's relationship with whomever he's with now. It was too long. I didn't finish the TikTok. I got bored. (laughs) But for the 30 seconds that it captured my attention span, it talked about Chris Pratt going to some church. There's some church in LA. Hmm.
1: I don't know where you're. First, you're talking about worms, and now you're like talking
2: about this TikTok that you'd never finished, but you're so certain about something. You're a strange one.
3: I swear, I remember it. I'll f- I'll find out the name for you.
2: Thank you. I appreciate that. You're I welcome. keep going back to best-selling book and platinum album. Platinum albums, no joke. Like that does carry quite a bit of weight and create quite a bit of shortlist. I feel like now. The key here is what kind of platinum album, right? Because it could be a comedian. Yes. It could be okay. a comedy album.
3: Oh my God. I'm so happy actually to hear that we're on a similar page. Well, the first time I heard book and then album, I was like, oh, what if the album's not a musical album? It could be something like that. Something like a stand-up comedian routine. It could be like the audio book version of his
1: book. Huh?
2: That would be ridiculous. Because be ca- does that count? It's not like okay, yeah, uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban is double platinum. Like that's not a thing.
3: Oh okay. I thought Isn't maybe it? it could be a thing. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's okay. Pop- also, th- that- yeah. The church's name is Zoe Church.
1: Zoe Church.
3: Z o e Church.
1: I think that's pronounced Zoe.
3: Okay. Uh, it's described as the Hollywood hipster church that Pratt and others flock to. Huh.
1: Okay. So, Fascinating.
3: Yeah. That's real. Yeah.
1: I, I will
2: tell you now 100% that's not going to be relevant to this, uh, Mallard. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by the Mallard because the Mallard seem to have, based on the countryness of this clue package, make all of the judges think that they're a country singer. And the choice of song and performance didn't help that either, because mm. the song, what's the song called? Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy yes. Song? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the song that was done. Um, the backup dancers had the um, Yosemite Sam hats, is what mm-hmm. I could describe it as, um, like the cartoon. And the so the motif was like a saloon. And ultimately, I thought the vocals were okay. It didn't jump off the stage for me. It was fine. That's why I was confused why they were so convinced it's like an actual, like, proper, proper country singer because I didn't feel like we got a very strong country song performance.
3: I, okay, so a million thoughts. One, let me talk about the backup dancers real quick. They were not wearing masks. Is this the first time that we've never seen the backup dancers wear masks? Because they were just the men in black. They had the sunglasses on. They weren't We've wearing masks. We've definitely
2: had them. We've definitely uh, had non-mask dancers before. I feel like more of the mask stuff happened in, like, the later seasons. I feel like the f- first couple seasons, there were definitely performers here and there that did not have masked dancers.
3: Backup dancers? Okay. Well, fine. Anyway, yeah. I thought I had uh, cracked the case, but I don't know what that means anyway. All right. So, that's my thought about the backup dancers. My thought about the performance... When all of the judges were like, this is a country singer, this is a country singer, this is a country singer. I was like, what? (laughs) Really? Because there was something about the way that the like, don't get me wrong, good singer, I think definitely a solid performer. Although if I had to compare against the others, I may have seen the Mallard going home. But what I thought was super weird was the fact that he kind of cut off his last word when he was singing. So it would be something like, um, you know, save a horse, ride a cowboy. Cowboy. Like he, he, I, I don't know. I can't describe it, but it just, it felt like the sentences ended too long. He didn't like hold the notes. It felt awkward. It felt weird. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that a, a country song as classic as save a horse, ride a cowboy. I just feel like you're going to nail that. And you're not going to have that kind of awkward, like truncatedness. But that's my... Now, my observation.
2: unless unless this is a ploy similar to what I thought the puffer fish was doing in that Maybe. you're very good and you're trying to throw it a little bit so that you have more oomph in the yeah. future performance, because I think that's a solid shout. To no, that's,
3: like that. that's totally possible, right? So it's like, if you can just survive the first one, then you can really, uh, you know, hammer home the other elements of your talent. I think a little bit, that's what the Queen of Hearts is doing, but I felt like for the Mallard, it's a little bit of a risk
1: because, you know, anyway. Yeah, we'll see. Cause to... I do think
2: the, the Mallard definitely flew very close to the sun and yeah. could have had a skier. So we'll see. We'll see.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. Now, ultimately, I thought this was a fine performance. Again, vocals were fine. Everything was basic. It was okay. Um, then, when the judges got to their guesses, Robin mentions Garth Brooks. Jenny lists twelve hundred country singers and demands the editors put the faces on the performer at every given turn.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
2: Ken says Billy Ray Cyrus, and everyone said "shush." But the weirdest thing that happened here is that a random horse. Like person ran onto the stage and like jumped around then ran back. What was that all about?
3: <laughs> I was hoping you would have some insight. Genuinely, no clue, no idea. Did, was I it mean, a clue?
2: No, definitely not. It was one oh. to me. It was one hundred percent a gag. Just like let's have something new here and something unexpected show up. I didn't mind it. I was just
1: confused.
3: Okay. I have, I, I have no idea. I don't know what to tell you. That I, I was just sort of in shock. I was like, did I miss something? So no idea.
2: No, you didn't. Just a okay. horse showing up on stage. Classic mass singer
1: stuff. Right there. <laughs> Classic mass singer. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us now to this next performer. It's very rare
2: sometimes that we can have our cake and eat it too. Here comes the cupcake. Liana, take it away.
3: Cupcake? Yeah. Okay. So, the cupcake. Let me tell you about the cupcake. So, first of all, similar to the Queen of Hearts, but not as noticeable, the legs, right? So, we've got a sort of similar structured costume with the whole, like, little tiny legs, but this time they got boots. So, I don't know what that means. But I thought it was going to be someone much older because of the way that the men in black helped the cupcake out onto the stage, but then they seem to move fine around the stage. So I don't know, maybe it was just like, like, Oh, you can't see very well outside of the costumes. Maybe that's why, but I was The compare.
2: costume is very much a block on top of legs. So I mm-hmm. think it's some, a combination of it's difficult to walk with it or mm-hmm. like start walking with it. Then when you have a rhythm, you're fine. Also, I do think movement or vision might be a problem Mm, here. Okay. Yeah.
3: Actually, I'm looking, I'm looking back at the performance. I think I got confused by the backup dancers because the cupcake pretty much just like stands in the center of the circle the whole time. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. She's like her little arms stick out of the cupcake. She looks so uncomfortable. Oh man. Uh okay, so anyway, so yeah, so then the cupcakes clues. So this was I've been doing this uh for a long time, but this time I'm solo. Uh doing it for someone that they love who got a diagnosis or something like that. Something about heart pancakes, unclear about what that means. And honestly, I think that's all I got.
2: I mean the note said, um, go get 'em, girl, XOXO, which I mm, thought was. Did they uh, have a, a BFF?
3: Did they have a BFF? Uh, They did
2: not have a BFF. No, they had no BFF. Um, instead we saw a vending machine. We saw a coffee pot. This was all in a diner, by the way. There was a Mm -hmm. bottle of whiskey that they made sure to highlight. Mm. And then, um, they talked about how they, someone they love got news, like they got news about someone they love's health. So -hmm. that was the thing that we found out. And that's pretty much what I got out of the, uh, package myself.
3: Yeah, I there really wasn't a lot to chew on here. So I felt like unless you kind of immediately knew who it was, and this is what I'm talking about in contrast to the Queen of Hearts, whereas like here, there's little things, but I honestly, I don't know. I didn't get much.
2: Well, what did you get out of the performance? What were your thoughts on the performance here?
3: Oh, the voice is super unique. It's not what I expected at all. Uh, it definitely felt much deeper. Like it was in a deeper register, which got me thinking. I I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I truly genuinely have no idea who this is. So it was to uh, heatwave um, Martha and the Vandals' Della song, which is, uh, you know, classic oldies hit. So I do feel like it's someone older. I think it's someone who is like older, who is in a group. I'm thinking... Obviously not the Supremes, but like something kind of in that arena, like, uh, you know, sort of old school R&B soul kind of music. But I, I don't know. I got to think about it. I think it's a single in a group, if that makes sense. Like a single performer out of a group of performers. And that's why there's the comment about I'm, I'm used to doing this solo, but now I'm, or I'm used to doing it in a group, but now I'm solo. If that makes sense.
2: Not a bad shout. Not a bad shout. Yeah, so with this performance, um, I mean, to bring back up the maskless dancers, Cupcake also had uh, quite a few maskless dancers. There were a couple of wigs. Uh, but for the most part, you can see their faces. There's a couple of sunglasses as well. Um, but they're all dressed up in the diner motif. So they've got that going on. All right.
1: Hmm. And then I, I got to go back and like-
3: check. I gotta go back and check that out because I'm actually like, how did I not know? I like noticed it for one group, but then that was it. Apparently, my brain was just like, "All right, you notice no masks. The end."
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny because like then also, um I I don't know. I didn't quite the ice cream the 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 cupcake on well, the ice cream, but the ice the <laughs> the cupcakes diner motif was very much like it left very little colors to be chosen from. Because everyone was everyone was dressed in like light blue and pink. And the entire background was light blue and pink. So I didn't like that it was just kind of like two-tone for the most part. But ultimately, I thought this was a fun performance. I was completely blindsided. I don't know what voice I was expecting from the cupcake. But it 100% wasn't the voice that the cupcake had. Like, it was a good performance. And I enjoyed it. And I thought it was better than the mallard. But not by like a whole lot.
3: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm re-listening to it right now. Um, because I, I was confi- at first I was like, I, I mean, I'm not entirely sure. I think it's a woman. Um, the, the voice was very deep though, I
2: felt. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't expect a deep voice to come out of a cupcake. I feel like a cupcake sounds like what the cupcake sounded in their clue package. So that's why I was a little bit blindsided by it, honestly. I was like oh, wait, is this the one with the on.
3: accent? No, uh,
2: no, the accent was the Mallard. Actually, you know what? The cupcake had a kind of an accent too. The cupcake did have a little bit, not a lot, like a big bit, a little bit, not a lot bit. Hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I feel good about the cupcake. I I'm a little nervous though. It is stiff competition within the group, so we'll see.
1: Well, what did you
2: think about the judge's guesses? And specifically, I want to know your thoughts about Jenny and Robin Thicke's guess of RuPaul. It's, it's so wrong.
3: It's so, it's so wrong. I like don't, I, it's, RuPaul can't sing like that. And also I don't get it because the height of the costume doesn't make sense either. RuPaul's like a giant. It's just, it's so wrong.
2: Um, I feel like we've checked this before, but what is the height difference between RuPaul and Nick?
3: RuPaul's like six four, and Nick's like 6 feet tall. And the cupcake is for sure shorter. So I don't understand why people are like, yeah. oh yeah, they're tall. I That's the other thing is like, I don't get, they keep saying the cupcake's tall, the cupcake's tall. But like, I didn't get that at all. Maybe I need to go back and like watch them lined up next to each other. It's just I, because the top of the cupcake, I don't know, now I'm looking. Maybe they are tall.
2: I mean, that's probably, that, that could be why the cupcake needed assistance walking about initially. I, I can't tell exactly where the eyes and mouth are because I don't think what the cupcake's holding is necessarily a microphone. Mm. Um, so it could be like a mouthpiece mic, but also, I mean, I don't know. It feels like a lot of hoops to climb for it to be RuPaul. Although I did like the clue, uh, go get them girl XOXO. Mm-hmm. I thought that was more of a gossip girl thing, so mm,
1: I didn't maybe, get... I don't know,
2: because I, I thought about the RuPaul
1: guess, and then I looked at the clue package, and I'm, I don't see it. I don't see a lot of it there. I don't know.
3: I I need a good, like, side-by-side shot. I'm trying to find one of the cupcake next to Nick, because... The, the one shot I found, the cupcake looked like a giant. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that is closer. But <laughs> I just, I mean, unless RuPaul got some stellar vocal lessons, it just doesn't
2: sound like Ru. RuPaul has hella music. Are you saying that she doesn't have good,
1: good music? Oh, no. RuPaul's got bops, but like,
3: you know, the auto tune featured heavily and not in a I T-pain see. way.
1: Right. Well, I don't know, because this wasn't a stellar
2: vocal, but it wasn't a bad vocal. Okay, you know what? Can we talk about the fact that all the audiences, you know how the audience chants with their hands, like with with the egg? It was Mm -hmm. like you put your hands above your head. The heart had the exact same celebration. I feel like we've gone like we've gone full circle three times now where every season it's like the same six hand gestures for 300 performers.
3: You know, well there's only a certain number you can have <laughs> they' like run out otherwise it gets way too complicated there's fingers all over the place arms and oh, legs. gotta yeah. get your legs involved you know it gets too complicated
2: yeah not about that definitely not about that okay
0: Judy was boring hello then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com
4: it's my little escape
0: now Judy's the life of the party
4: oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon
0: whoa take it easy Judy <laughs> 18 plus. All right, then
2: shall we move along here and talk about
1: the dog in the building? Let's talk about the Dalmatian, Liana. Dalmatian, one from your team right here. What do you think of the Dalmatian?
3: Uh, well, we find out, obviously, uh, at the end, the Dalmatian gets unmasked. So I was actually happy to like get that reveal right away because I got through the whole Clue package. And I was like, there is, they want us to think this is an athlete so bad. I was like, there is no way that this is an athlete. Cause we get the Dalmatian with the whole like, Oh, there wasn't a playbook for my game when I was growing up, blah, 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 whatever. And then they have him in the locker room. He's lifting weights, bouncing the little exercise balls. You know, of course he's wearing the whole football costume. They just, they went so hard in on the sports. I just was like, there is no way this is an athlete at all whatsoever.
2: Well, that's interesting because that's the reason why I didn't draft the Dalmatian. Simply because out the gate I was scared that it would be an athlete
1: mm-hmm. and I
2: didn't want any part of that. But then now and thinking about it, yeah, the more and more they showed us the the Dalmatian, the more and more they wanted us to think it's an athlete. I had a moment of panic when the Dalmatian started boxing and I thought, if this is Jake Paul, I'm never watching the Mass Singer again. They can't have back to back Paul brothers. They simply cannot.
3: <laughs> what if it was <laughs> one of the side men? Then you'd be okay with that.
2: Oh, yeah. Those are, those are the homies easily. Mm-hmm. They're too British for this show. I'll tell you that. So, mm-hmm. um, then what's it called? We did see a frisbee clue, which I didn't understand. I was like, okay. So I wrote down the cat. Okay. Cool. But at this point, I panicked into thinking it could be Jake Paul. So then we got to the vocals and I was like, Oh, this 1000% isn't Jake Paul. Thank um God. they did Yeah. Well one of my favorite songs uh from Snoop Dogg and Pharrell. Beautiful, love this tune, and the performance was fun, right? And I think the emphasis is on fun. There's a lot of Dalmatian images in the back, bopping their head. We're back with the mass Dalmatians. There's some creepy masks on the on the dancers, but they got these Dalmatian masks going on, and like little mitts, like Dalmatian mitts. It's it's very strange situation slash set up here. And then the male backup dancers have football helmets on. They have white polka dot shorts on, but then they've got like a black onesie underneath the shorts with white polka dots on it. It's too much polka dots. Stop.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The definitely went all out with the whole spots thing. Which, you know, again, Dalmatian, we're going somatic here. I thought they were kind of cute. Like, it looked like a fun little, like, kids Halloween costume style. I didn't quite get the helmets, but the tie, I thought, was really adorable.
1: Very
2: cute.
1: What did you think of the wrapping here?
3: Okay, you know that this is not my area of expertise. Um, I had sort of a similar reaction to the Mallard when all of the judges were like, yes, this is a big, is a, a huge rapper. It's got to be a rapper. I was like, really? Like, uh, do I not read, like, genuinely know nothing about rapping? Cause I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was like, oh my God, this is like the God of rap.
2: <laughs> the God of rap. No, definitely not rap God. No, it's, it's interesting that you say that because for me, obviously that this is my genre. I listen to a lot of rap. But mm-hmm. when it comes to the mass Singer, now we're six seasons in, there's been enough rappers on that my immediate go-to is I compare them to the other rappers that have been on. And mm-hmm. I try and mm-hmm. figure out if they were better than this person, better than this person, okay, than this yeah. person. And I didn't feel great about this person. I didn't feel great about the Dalmatian. I, th- I thought the Dalmatian didn't do a good job um compared to other people, potentially. So I was like, okay... I don't know. I don't know who this could be. I've already thrown off, but I did feel strongly that unless the banana split was a flop, that Mm -hmm. the Dalmatian would be the one
1: unmasked tonight.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I was convinced it was going to be the Mallard, because I thought maybe I just don't know anything about rap and the Dalmatian will get through. I just felt like the judges were really hyping him up. Maybe it was because they (laughs) knew he was going home, so they were like, we got to give him all the cred we can while we're here,
2: but... Uh, uh, But I feel like the judges never not hype anyone up they hype everything under the sun except for ken jong's bad guesses he's the only one that gets his guesses no soul everything else
3: jenny got a lot of booze for some of her guesses this time
2: i feel like jenny gives me i'm trying to mess up on purpose energy this season and it's annoying because oh you think for like I if well like two season three season she's dominated and had like very strong guests out the gate and now it mm-hmm. feels like she's kind of putting the neck down I'm like oh I'm just here to have fun and goof off yeah it could be these eight people ha 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 it could be Garth Brooks it could ha, be ha ha ha, 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 ha. yeah oh maybe it's maybe it's Nelly I don't know ha ha lol like it's it's definitely she's doing too much to cover up um herself in in and her capabilities and I don't know if she got a stern talking to her, like hey. You throw
1: it. <laughs> yeah,
3: you're doing too good. Stop it.
2: <laughs> you're making us look bad.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I I felt like I felt like if the group probably Yeah, no, definitely at this point I was like it's between the mallard and the dalmatian. I just don't know who
2: Yeah, I, I had a, maybe an outside chance of, okay, what if, what if the person out is, um, what's his face? The, uh, cupcake. But ultimately I didn't think strongly, but I, the thing I did know by the end was that two performers were going nowhere. One was Queen of Hearts Mm -hmm. and the next one is Banana Split. Now Banana Split is our biggest, biggest um latest twist into the mix here we've had a group performer before we've had the snow owls we've had a triple performer before in the uh, Russian dolls we're mm-hmm. back to two with banana split one
1: of them is a banana with hard eyes the other is a split but Get it. that's just ice cream yeah you scream I scream or ice cream. Or I love ice, ice cream. cream. What's your favorite? What's your go-to flavor? Why the I don't long know.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think because I, the only thing I can think of are the blizzards from Dairy Queen. Oh, that <laughs> is my favorite flavor. flavor.
2: No, my favorite Except, flavor is the Dairy Queen blizzard.
3: You know, the cookie dough blizzard from Dairy Queen. My favorite flavor.
1: Oh. <laughs> like, what? We do love our Dairy Queen. It's a nice <laughs> treat. Mm.
3: Yeah, I I don't know. I all I can think about is the mini swirls we we got that one time.
1: Mini
2: swirl, yeah. I I love vanilla or chocolate. I'm basic, but I love it. That's my Mm -hmm. that's my jam right there. Either works. Mini swirl. (laughs) So this ice cream with the banana with the banana, they come through together. They look like performers. Like they both look able-bodied to give us some razzle dazzle and. I am immediately very excited to see them. However, then we get into the clue package and it kind of threw me for a loop a little bit here. Okay. So -hmm. in the clue package, they're excited to be here. They talk about how Hollywood can make you feel small. Then there was a silver medal. Um, They talked about trying to quit their day job and then immediately having to go back to their day job. Oof. Yeah. And yeah, then there was them trying to play the, what do you call that at the carnival? Where, like, you smack the, a hammer into a bell the strength,
3: thing? Yeah, the, like, strength game or whatever, where you swing the hammer and then it dings the bell.
2: Yes. It had a lot mm-hmm. of, like, sayings on, like, an oh no or big boy. And I didn't know what any of those meant, so.
3: <laughs> big boy. Uh, yeah, and it big went up to, boy. I think, a 10 or something. I thought I wrote it down. Oh, number eight. It went up to a number eight. I don't know if that means anything.
2: Number eight? Hmm. Yeah. Keep that in the back of our mind. Okay. Good to know. Do you have any inklings on which direction we should be going with them? Like, do you have any feeling? I feel like you've been the best one to deal with, um, the more than one person in a group of
3: people. Well, I thought it was interesting because I felt like the clue package was all about the ice cream, right? And it was yes. just the, the ice cream, um, was, uh, was like, oh, I I did all this, I, 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 until I found a collaborator that shared the same wacky dream. And even then, it wasn't even like, and I'm that collaborator. And then the banana takes over and kind of like does his own thing. It was very much focused on the ice cream, which then when, the during the performance, it was only the ice cream singing and the banana's just like straight chilling in the background, pretending to play piano or maybe playing piano. I think you said pretending, right? It was airplane.
2: there are moments where you can see the banana mo- pressing keys, but then at the end, they had like a zoomed out, the panned out shot that definitely showed the banana was not touching any keys. So I don't know if that was a mistake on their part. I'm infinitely intrigued by this decision. So we'll talk about them as a as a pairing, but for the vocal performance, it's important audience that you know, this was the ice cream performing A Million Dreams by Pink, it's a very good rendition the vocals were top notch amazing and this was kind of the ballad of the night it was slow mm-hmm. there was no extra extra stuff to it but they did have this um like gold dust effect in the background that looked amazing it might be my favorite thing they've ever done with the wall in the background the golden like sparkles looked so good
3: yeah, yeah, this, um, I mean, I, I was immediately taken with her vocal performance. Obviously, like when you have sort of this simple, the one spotlight on her, you can't help but just like completely hone in all your focus. And I did think they were going to make it into a duet at first. Cause I was like, well, I was there's two of it. them. So I'm like waiting. And then all of a sudden you can see Banana in the background when the lights shine on Banana playing the piano. And I was like, okay, so. But is he like going to sing (laughs) though? So I don't know if this is them trying to kind of pull one over where with the Russian dolls, we saw something similar. I think only two of them sang the first time. And then we got three the round after that. So I wonder if this is going to be something where we're going to kick things off with ice cream and then Banana is going to sing later. Because it seems weird to never have Banana sing, right? That just feels like cheating. Then it's like, well, then it's just the ice cream. It's not Banana Split, you know?
2: Right. I, and that, that, it's exciting. It's exciting because I don't know how we're going to go about this. Okay. Now it's mm-hmm. interesting that Jenny brings up. So Jenny's guest is Catherine McPhee and David Foster, who I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously I know Catherine McPhee because she was the runner up on Chris Daughtry's season of American mm-hmm. Idol, the one season of American Idol I've watched. Now, there was a silver medal in the clue package. So if it's her, that's a good clue to tie up to that. But I want to hit you with a question here, and this might determine what I'm about to say after that. Did you feel like the clue package alluded to these two being a pairing naturally?
3: What does that mean?
2: For example, um, the snow owls were clearly a couple, right?
3: Oh, like, uh, like, uh, they know each other couple.
2: Exactly. Do you get that? Do you get a sense that these two, cause, okay, actually I'll just tell you what I'm thinking.
1: Oh my God. So
2: because I didn't recall and I'm looking at my clue, my clue notes right now. I don't really have anything that ties the two together all that much. What if this is just two people that were on the same show one time, right? (laughs)
3: Like two randos.
2: Yeah. What if this is, no, but what if this is because they did say in the comments, when, when the judges were asking them stuff, they said that a clue we can give you is we don't necessarily work together all the time, which mm-hmm. it could signify like, you know, we're a married couple, so we don't work together, but like we're together. Or it could be like, yeah, we were on a season of a thing. And that was it.
3: Yeah, I it's tough when we never really get to see them interact all that much. I would say it's still up in the air for me. I can't say definitively one way or another. Like I remember, did I feel? Did I think the snow owls were? Was like for sure they were siblings.
1: You I mean, were obviously that was an, they were siblings.
3: Yeah, but like obviously that was an incorrect read. So I would be like for sure platonic, and then watch them be in a relationship. So I, I yeah, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable <laughs> to comment. I fear for fear of being wrong.
2: I have a feeling. That once we hear Banana sing, which I predict Banana is going to sing in the next one, that'll give us a lot more of a closer answer to where we need to be with them and and what mm. is really the case with them. So we'll find out.
3: Yeah, yeah, we'll find out. Again, I think okay, we're for sure going to get at least one more. I think it's going to depend on. I think the Mallard is easy fodder for next week, and then I think it's a question of who the wild card is going to be. Like I would assume that unless they they're like, you can't. Continue with banana not singing. We're going to eliminate
2: you. <laughs> I mean, that'd be funny. No, I, I mean, I like the idea that we're just not getting both of them performing right away so we can start whittling it down. I like that it's ambiguous and we don't know because I feel like until we get a little bit more out of the banana, we're not going to have a good enough guess for yeah. the, um, what's it called for this, banana uh, couple. Split.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, obviously like Leon mentioned, the votes come out. Dalmatian, bye-bye. You're out of the game. So the final guesses from the judges, I'll make this one quick. Robin had Nelly and stayed on Nelly.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Nicole went the Liana route. I was like, one of the Lils.
3: Oh, and my said, God.
2: <laughs> That's a you <laughs> thing. That was you trying to get a point for the taco. Be like, it's a Bob Saget type.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to love my locked-in guest here, too. So.
2: Oh my God. Okay. Well, uh, she ends up, Nicole ends up switching over to Nellie. Jenny had Steve Harvey. This is what I'm talking about. The nonsense of trying to throw it. This was like, I don't know who it is, but I'm going to put a very bad guess across. It was with Steve Harvey. Ugh,
3: you know what? That's actually not a bad idea. I think I'm going to start using that. If there's like genuinely, I have no idea. I'm just going to be like, Steve Harvey, <laughs> lock it in. <laughs>
2: Cause like, it's one of those things where you're not going to win, might as well make it funny kind of thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like I, I for sure have no idea who this is. So I might as well make a joke out of it. <laughs> ah, it's Mark McGrath. She, I don't know.
2: <laughs> she changes it to Kevin Hart and then Ken stays with Reggie
1: Bush. Mm-hmm. And then drum roll, Dalmatian has to take it off, take it off, take it off. And it's Tyga. I felt so stupid. <laughs> the minute Tiger's mask comes up. Because
2: I immediately was like, oh, my God, the cat was a thing because cats, tigers, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, my God, the racks for the for the dumbbells, Rack City. I was like, it was all right there. I did not go that direction. And those are the clues they end up showing in the bottom of Chiron, too. So I immediately felt dumb. Now, I don't listen to Tiger's music so much that I should have known. It's not like my Busta Rhymes moment or my Amarion mm-hmm. moment. So I, I allow it. It's fine. Were you surprised that it was Taiga?
3: Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. My first thought when I saw it was Tyga was I was like, oh man, please is going to make me feel bad because he knew it and I didn't know it. And <laughs>
1: that
3: was my honest to God, like gut reaction to seeing it be Tyga because I, again, I was in this whole world of I know nothing or I don't feel confident in my rap judging skills. So this could have been simultaneously the best and worst rapper we've ever heard on The Mass Singer. And I would have had no clue which is which.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. Maybe I need to listen back. I didn't think it was good. I mean, Lil Wayne wasn't good. Um, But Tyga might have been a little bit better. But I I felt like, you know, you think about, for me personally, Buster Rhymes, Wiz Khalifa, Bow Wow. Like, they did better. So, T-Pain. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, I don't think Tyga falls in the top three or Mount Rushmore by any means here. But, no, I had it wrong. So, there you go. Uh, now, I say I had it wrong. Let's find out what we had vaulted, Leon. What was your vaulted guess for the Dalmatian?
3: I I literally wrote, and this is again under the panic of the fifteen seconds. Uh I have no idea. Dot dot dot. A rapper or something? IDK. Okay,
2: so <laughs> to be clear,
4: you get zero <laughs> My, points.
3: I literally might as well have written down Steve Harvey. Like that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. When I, I love that approach because jeez, mine was so bad.
2: Chef Boyardee, that's my final guess, lock it up.
3: Yeah, right, exactly, yeah, Ronald McDonald, like grimace, I don't know. <laughs> grimace!
2: <laughs> I had Ja Rule as my guess. And
3: ja Rule! Wait, what happened to him after the Firefest? He didn't like get arrested, it was just that one guy, right?
2: Yeah, no, he like did a thing, he did a halftime show at one of the Milwaukee Bucks games.
1: Okay, that so he's didn't
2: around. go... That didn't go well. He did a verses recently, so he's you know he's he's doing his thing. He's doing his okay. thing. Who did he do his verses against? Let me just check that real quick. Um, he did his verses against Fat Joe. Yeah, there we go. Okay.
3: What really?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh. So, yeah, so okay, so no jar rule. I just for me the reason was I was like, okay, it didn't sound great. Maybe it's someone who like you know has gotten older. Okay, let me just throw Jar Rule in there. We'll see what happens. It wasn't Jar Rule? I obviously feel like if Jar Rule was there, there would be a fire fest knot or something, and we just didn't have any of that. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. Tyga was mm-hmm. a good sport. Tyga mentioned that he did this because he saw Wayne do it, and that made him want to do it. Wayne being Lil Wayne, of course, as the robot. So, um, you know, good job, Tyga. Mm-hmm. You, you, you got. Yeah.
3: Look, he looked like he was having a good time, and when he got on mass, he was just all smiles. It was really
1: cute. I was like, "That's oh, all we can ask for." That's so cute. He looks so happy.
3: He's yeah. got a really gorgeous
1: <laughs> smile. Gorgeous, huh?
3: It's a. It's got a. Yeah, he's got like really straight teeth. I don't know if they're veneers, but they're like. They're like a little bit uncomfortably straight. Is that weird? You know, like when something's almost too perfect, you're just like, "That's
2: weird." Do you have teeth envy right now? Is that what you're telling me?
3: Oh my god, yes! Because I have that little tiny gap between my two front teeth that never like quite completely closed, and he does. They just look so good. There's, yeah, maybe it's it's jealousy.
2: (sighs) I definitely know what you mean by that. So that brings us to the end of this, Liana. Now, again, for the viewers at home or the listeners at home, rather. The next two episodes, episode four is called House Party. We're going back to group A again with the introduction of a wild card. Then the week after that, we're going to come back to this group that we just met with a wild card called Date Night. So we're going to have both a house party on this podcast and a date night on this podcast. And you're welcome to join us. Now, Liana, where can people find you? What else do you have going on?
3: Let's see. So you can follow me on Twitter at Liana RHAP. Mike and I are going to do finale coverage for Big Brother. So we're doing a final BBBnB and B and we're gonna talk about some of our superlatives, our predictions, how terrible we all were. We're gonna talk about some of the jury house stuff. So I'm really excited for that. So definitely check that out. Also, we are, of course, in the start of the survivor season. So Mike and I are going to cover episode two with special guest Jordan Kalish. So be ready to play some fun games. Um I can't wait to talk about this episode. I thought it was really enjoyable. So uh yeah, those are the two big things. Just a lot of be and being around here.
2: Lovely. Lovely stuff. Um you can find me. On social media at Puyism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puy. I do stream there three times a week. Definitely come say hi now with Big Brother over. I might be there a little bit more often than I was. Ninety day fiance still going strong. I had Marion with me to talk about things. Liana, do you know what soaking is?
3: Uh yes, unfortunately, I guess. I think it's unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think you knew about it before I knew about it, so thank you for not telling me about it. You're I do welcome. I
3: that. yeah, I just I love it when you discover things on your own.
1: It's a, a <laughs> you do, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> it, 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 well, that that joy was caught live on podcast and is on people's podcast feeds if they would like to check that out. Mario was a great guest next week. I have Sasha with me to talk about episode 6 and it today's been great to me. I've been very happy with that. Big Brother has officially closed now. I was on the finale pod with Rob, Taryn, and Melissa to talk about everything that went down Wednesday night. So that was good. Definitely go through and check that out. Besides that, the Circle finale also happened. And I will be on to talk about the Circle with Taryn, Chantel, and Mary real soon. So that'll be on your feed somewhere. And with that, we have come to the end of another podcast here. Now, one last thing, if you would and could like to leave a rating and review please go over to com slash masked singer that is M-A-S-K-E-D S-I-N-G-E-R and leave a rating and review it would be very much appreciated it's the best way for people to find us we're fresh into the season be nice to get a couple new pairs of eyes on here and as always I do appreciate your feedback so anything you can tell us about what we're doing right you know what we're doing wrong anything like that always do appreciate that from you Last season, we set a goal of 120, and the reward was we watched Holy Moly. you all broke that. We're on 123. If we can get to 130, that's a good place to be. So definitely do that if you have the time. We do appreciate you. Until next time, take care. Have a good one.
1: Bye. Talk about this and with you. Who's under there? Oh.